Morning of a second Baba Kamed Dafchet. Starting at the bottom of Zion. We are one, two, three, four, five lines to the bottom of Zion. And uh dedicated to Shili Ilwini Shmot, everyone is soldiers and people who have died in this war so far and to the Khatufim to him should all be healed and returned quickly or our soldiers should come home, should win this war as quickly as possible. Okay, so A T V. What if he's only got edit land? So we already learned now that the, 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 the hierarchy is as follows. Nezikin damages God's claim from edit. A balchor, the creditor who you owe money to, claims from Bain on it. And a ketuba woman is claimed from Ziburit. Okay, so what if you only got edit? So the brighter says, Kulam edit. Then what can you do? Everyone takes from edit. If you only got bain, you can't take bain on it. Ziburit, kulam gomim in a ziburit. If you only own ziburit land, and you can't give anybody edit, you haven't got edit, right? So isn't, isn't the land uh, relative to what you have? So one person's ziburit could be another person's edit. Okay, so that's a very good question. Like, what's we discussing in a second? Okay, we'll see that just now coming up. But that's when you've got more than one land. So then you're going to say it's relatives. If you've got, if you let's say that you've got only bain on it and ziburit. So you could argue for... But how do you define Bainunit and Ziburit? No, we know a Bainunit is because by definition, Bainunit is... is, is, is there, there is, even though... You're right. The question is a good question. Honestly, a good question and probably better than my answer. But I'm saying, but I say like this. Hello, Michael. That... Uh, that... Uh, welcome to London. Uh, that... Uh, the... Uh, there is some sort of objective measure, right? In other words... You can't, even if you've only got the worst land in the world that nothing can grow and it's all rocks, that can never be called edit. For your purposes, it will be edit. Okay, which is the best you got. Yeah. So therefore, if you owe, if there's nazikin, then the guy can't come to you and say, listen, I don't want to take that land because it's all you've got. Mm. But the moment you've got slightly better land, then that land will be your better land, and the worst will be the worst land, and the guy comes for Nazikin to you, can't give him from the worst land because you've got better land. So I think that's the concept over here, right? So when there's when there's when that's all you've got, then it doesn't matter anymore if it's Idi to Bainit or Zibri. That's all you've got. As soon as you've got more different types of lands, then we can start arguing whether it's yours or not yours, what's the best for you, what's the best for you. So I think when he's only got Ziburit then it doesn't make a difference what you've got. That's all you've got. You've only got edit. That's all you've got. So the, the, you, you, a woman comes to claim a ketubah. You can't say, I'm not paying that land because you're only entitled to zebra. I've only got edit. That's what you've got. If you've got, uh, uh, got edit and bane on it, then you'll give her the bane on it. If you've got bane and zebra, give her the zebra. If you've only got bane, give her the bane on it. So I think that's a concept of what you've only got is relevant only when there's more than one piece of land inside. So I think that's why, if you look at the bright, the brightness speaks about all cases. Good morning, everybody. Uh, now, then it works beautifully. Like we said, if you've got edit and bain look here, Steve. Now you've got two types. You've got edit and bain on it. So nezaki from the edit, and then balchov uktuvelisha from the bain on it. I guess you've got the best and the and average. In other words, you've got good land and land that's like not not so bad, but it's not really very very bad. So you're right. For you, this could either be your idiot and your bane or your bane and your zebrit, right? Because relative to you, you've only got two types. Uh, but still, we see over here that, and take pay note, potential over here, 
when you've got the when you've got edit and bananit, so nazikit from edit, and then the bal chov and the ketub from the banner. When you got bananit and ziburit now, so nazikin and bal chov go to the bananit, right? And the ketubah you should go to the ziburit. So that all seems to make sense. When you've only got edit and ziburit, now you've got edit and ziburit. Now you've got the the best and the worst. So you haven't got anything in the middle. In other words, we know that for, so for you, you could argue again, well, that's my bandit, but it's not bandit because it's the worst possible land in the world. So even though for you, it's the only, you've only got two types, it's still by definition not ban on it. It's ziburit because it's like land you can't do anything with, right? And you've got Eli, which is like the best land that the whole world wants. You're just missing land in the middle, which might not be the worst land, but it's also not bad land. So there, be'edit, right? Nazikin be'edit. And the Baal Chov and the Ketubat Isha go to Ziburit. And we have to see that why in a moment. Because here we edit and Ziburit. So then the Zikin, right, is edit. And the Baal Chov is, and the Ketubat go to Ziburit. In the previous case, we had edit and Bain on it. So there we said that the Zikin went to edit. The Baal Chov and Ketubat went to Bain on it. When we had Bain on it, sorry, and Ziburit. The Zikin and Baal Chov were both Bain on it. And so there, the 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 well, the Balchov always gets bad on it, so that's why he got bad on it over there. And Zikin only had to get the second best, all right? Then the so the Gemara is like a tiny mia. What did we learn anyhow? Metzia in our case number four. Case number four is when you got bad on it and ziburit. So there we said the Balchov gets bad on it and the Nizikin, and the Ketubah gets ziburit, right? Bad and ziburit, Nizikin and Balchov bad on it, Ketubah Isha be ziburit. The Iamart, right? Now, he has exactly Steve's question. Okay, but if you're going to tell me that we're looking, remember, we had the question was, is it, is it according to the, we had three questions essentially, well, three ways of learning this. We had Rabbi Shmuel who said, you look at the Nizak, what his land is. Rabbi Akivis, you work at the Mazik. And then we also had a question, well, maybe, I think it was Abai along the way, do we ask, do we look at the average value of land in the world or do we look at it as a personal situation with him, as a subjective or objective? So the Gemara says, V'yamart, like we go according to him, so exactly what Steve's question was. Then his bain on it is really edit, because it's the best he's got. So why are we calling it bain on it? It's edit for him, if Rabbi Akiva's right. And then, so if the edit becomes, if the bain it for him is his edit, is his best, that means the ziburit is his second best, and the Balchov always gets from the second best. So why is the Balchov here getting the edit? That the Balchov and the Ketubat Isha both get the Ziburit. Because the Ziburit essentially is his bane on it. Everybody got that? Right? So the Gemara says, no. Hachamah is worried about Aviyah. Kagon shaytalo edit umach. The Gemara expects it. says, you know what? You're right. But what happened in the case that we're talking about? The guy, when he, when he originally incurred these debts, the Nezek and the Balchov and the, and the Ketubah Isha, all those things happened. He had a better land, it. And therefore, the original Chiyuv of the Nezek took place on the, was attached to the Idit. And the initial obligation of the Balchov was attached to the Bain on it. And his wife's Ketubah was always attached to the Ziburit. And he sold that land in the meantime. So the Bain on it land that he had, which now we want to argue is his Idit really had that pre-existing attachment of the Bainon of the Balchov. And therefore, we don't, we can't push the Balchov down the road. We give him the Bainon. As he says, And Rav Chizda, same, Rav Chizda explained it as well. 
And the Gemara wants to Achilim Stavri. It makes more sense. Why? Because we dictani Achriti. In another brighter, we mention So he said there the by definition the brighter says there Bainonit if he's got Bainonit and Zibrit land. So Nazikid goes to the Bainonit and Balchobakvish will go to the Zibrit. And yeah, we're gonna steer a Kashina Dada. It seems to be a steer because our brighter says if you go Bainonit and Zibrit. So then the Balchov and the, the Zakin get from the Bal from the Bainonit and the Ayu the Ktubisha gets from the Ziburit. And yeah, this brighter says the Nazikin and the Balchov and Tubisha go from the Ziburit. So steer them. It says, no, it'll love no. Shlamina Kanchi Ataro Idumachra Kanchlator Idumachra. The one says, What's the difference in those two brighters? The first brightest is our Mishnah, our brighter here is talking about a case where he had in it to begin with and he sold it. And therefore the Balchov a debt was already attached to the Bainonit before he sold his Idit. And that bright time there was if we never had uh, Edith to begin with. And therefore, correct, the Bainonit for him was Edith. And therefore, the Zibrit for him was Bainonit. And therefore, the Balchov got what we call Zibrit was for him the Bainonit. Okay, Steve, we answer your question? So, no. Probably the best answer you're going to get. Okay, so uh, anyhow, today. So the Gemara says that's, that's the first way to explain the steering in those two brighters. You buy Amen, you could possibly have a different answer. Maybe already they never had Edith to begin with. Right? He never eaten he sold it. And still look custody in the two between our bright and that bright. Why? Here, his bain on it is ready. You see, there is an objective measure in the world. His bane on it was really very good land. And that for the average world is called idit. Just he happened to have had like superior, much, much, much better land. So the one brighter way it says that we give the balcho from the, from the ziburit. And the other, and our brother says we give the balcho from the bane on it. Would depend if his, how good his, his, his bane on it was. If his bandit was really idiot like the rest of the world, then the Balcho was never entitled to that. That's why he got the Zibrit. And if the, his, his, if his idiot wasn't as, was just as good as the rest of the world, uh, his bandit was just as good as the rest of the world's bandit, then, uh, then the Balcho would get that bandit as well. The third possibility is, Really, his, his bandit was always as good as the average bandit. was never much better. So what's the difference between the two brighters? Depends. We had that machloket. One brighter holds like Rabbi Akiva. We go after the mazik. Therefore, we care what he's got. And the other one holds, says, no, we go after the rest of the world has. Right? And so, Bainit Shiloh to Alma. If we go after him, for him, it's, his best pain on it is, is Idit. And therefore, and if it's the rest of the world, then Bainonit and Zibrit are actually objectively Bainonit Zibrit. And therefore, we can never give the Balch of Zibrit if your band is Bainonit. But if we're going after him, then his best is, ba- is, is Edith. And the Balch of Zibrit is Therefore, the Balch will get the Zibrit. Okay? Ravina Amaravina's got a fourth answer to explain the difference in the two brighters. Why, in the one case, the Balch of got Bain, in the one case, he got Zibrit. And he says, Ravina Amaravina, the Ula Pligi, it's Machur around Ula. And he quotes over here, Ula in Masrakitin. And we'll see about Batra as well. Devar Torah, this is amazing. Devar Torah, as far as Devar Torah is concerned, as far as the din in the Torah is concerned, the Balchov always gets Zibrit and not Bain on it. Why does the Balchov, as Minat Torah, get Zibrit? Look how he proves it. It's like a Shinemar, 
בחוץ תמול איש ואשר אתה נושא בו יוציא אליך את האבות החוצה. So they bring you the guarantee. You stand outside. You can't get into the house and they bring you the guarantee outside. The thing. What does the person normally bring you? If you haven't got a chance to go into God's house and check what he has to give you a security and he, you're the way outside, he's going to bring it to you outside. What's he going to bring you? His cheapest kalim that he has. Because if God's really can't repay you, he doesn't want you taking away his best clean. So he says, by definition, you can't go in and check what he's got. You're relying on him. So he brings you out the cheapest. For what's the cheapest? Cheapest ziburit. In other words, by definition, the Baal Chov. If he's going to give you, if a guy's going to give you a guarantee for money he learned, he's borrowing from, he's always going to try and give you the, 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 the worst. So by definition, you only entitled to ziburit. So while the Torah, the Chachamim said nonetheless, the Baal Chov, a guy's borrowing money, paying bail on it and not ziburit. Because otherwise God will stop lending money. That's the worst I want to lend you money and get your dregs of the land. The worst thing, I don't want to lend you money. So to encourage people to lend money, lending money is what keeps the world going. Let's be honest. The banking system is what makes business. Very few companies, organizations, households can survive without an overdraft. Okay, without some sort of facilities from the bank. Very few people are just a cash, I know one or two, by the way. But as a rule, people need finance. So that's what Chamim understood. That if we don't facilitate financing here and make it attractive for people to lend money, they won't lend money. They don't lend money, the whole economy collapses. It's unbelievable to think about it. So from a halachic point of view, Chachamim came along and said, Bina Torah, you're entitled to Ziburit. But we know that it won't work. Therefore, we're encouraging you. We don't encourage you. Bina Torah, Banan, it becomes a halacha that you're entitled to bain on it. So therefore, Marit later come the Ulo. Marit later come the one by Brighter that says... That you got to pay from the better land, our Mishnah. That's like Ula. That's what you give from the Bainoni. And the bright which we saw, the other bright which we saw, which uh, which Ravina brought, the bright in Gitin, late late Takantrula, yes, all that Takantrula, and therefore he stuck with the Ziburit, and you get the Ziburit. Okay. So now the Gemarik is a bright Tarbanan. Machale Echad. You sold land to somebody, or to three people who bought in partnership, but all signed on the same contract at the same time. All of them stepped into the shoes of the, bar, of the original owner. So the original owner owed money for damages that he was being claimed from, and he owed money to a creditor that he, had, that he had borrowed money from, and he owed money to his wife who's still chasing him for his ketubah, and he goes and sells all this land. The people who bought that land, the guys who bought, if, if, if he had ziburit, bader, and ziburit, each of those three creditors can come and claim from those guys in, 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 uh, in, in, in relation to the land that, they, that, 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 that he bought from the original seller. If one guy bought it, one guy. If three guys bought it together, does it make a difference? Even though three, the three can't say, we are only responsible for that third. No, you're a package deal, one guy. That's what the brighter says. So <laughs> so the fact that a woman gets inferior land. Okay, but we're not going to discuss it now. Okay, we're not discussing uh, women's situation at the moment. I apologize for that, but we, we, we started this year later, and now we've got to finish the time because Friday, you know, school starts early. So let's keep that for another time when we've got lots of time, a short little duff, we'll discuss women's rights. Okay, or ketubah, etc. Okay. If they bought the land in, in order, Chaim bought land today, he bought the Ziburit. Tomorrow, Moshe bought the Bananit, and the next day, Yankel bought the, the Idit, right? Kulan govi min acharon. Then everybody goes to the last guy. Why? Why? I'm, 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 I apologize. I'm 
to apologize to Rashi, to be honest, that I'm leaving him out this morning. Just I'm running a little bit late. But Rashi explained, why do they all go to the last guy? Because every, if you come to the first guy and say, what do you want from me? When I bought the land from the original Balabayit, I left him land there to secure your debt. I never bought all his land. And the second guy says, when I bought the second parcel of land, I must have left him with the third parcel of land there to secure your debt. Go back to him. What do you want from me? So therefore, the last guy who bought really is the most protected. Because when he bought, sorry, the first guy who bought is the most protected. Because when he bought the land, he still left the Balabite with two-thirds of his land to pay, cover his debt. And the second guy who bought is more protected than the last guy. Because when he bought the second parcel of land from the Balabite, he left it with another big parcel of land to cover his debts. It's the third guy, when he bought the land, he cleared him out of land. And now that guy has no more debt land to settle his debts. So he knew when he was buying that land that he was taking all the guarantees away from those potential creditors. And therefore, that became to him. That's why he says here, Now, if he hasn't got enough, let's say the, the, the credits are so big, his land is worth a million. And there are three million shekels of creditors around here. So what can he do? He pays up the whole million and then they've got to go to the next guy. Right? Go with the guy before him, the second guy who bought. Ain't law, his wasn't enough. Go with the to the first guy. And that's it. Now, we can ask a question. Our brighter said, Machar le echad, he sold to one person or to three as one. So he says, What are we talking about in the bright when we said he sold to one guy? If you're telling me he sold it in one shot, on the same day he signed a contract to one guy for his whole land that he owned. So, so the girl said, worst of you, I don't understand. What's the difference? Right? Uh, if, it's, if he sold only one shot so now when he sold to three guys right and we said there that they all step into the shoes of the uh, sorry sorry I skipped a line there I think when we sold the bride said, the bride told us two things in the bride they said one case was sold to one guy the second case was sold to three guys at the same time but anyway, what's the difference if the sale to the one guy was in one shot all the land, it's exactly the same as when he sold to three guys all the land. So surely the bigger chidush is when he sold to three people and they communally became the original owner's responsibility. They stepped into they all three stepped into the original owner's shoes, correct? That's a bigger chidush than one guy stepping into his shoes, correct? So the Gemara said, if that's the bigger chidush, and you told me that already, then what is it tell me the deal of one guy? Obviously, three guys who all bought together are treated as if they were one by one original owner. Then if one guy bought from all of the land at the same time, he's treated as one original owner, correct? Because only one guy. Everybody with me? Yes? Eric, clear? Right? So, there is a chilush in that brighter. What's the chilush in the brighter? When we said the one guy bought, it was He didn't buy all the land in one shot. You're right, one guy ended up buying all the land. But the, on day one, he bought one parcel. On day 10, he bought another parcel. And three months later, he bought the final parcel. So now, so he said, wait a second. So then we understand. If three guys bought land from a guy, let's say three people came and bought from Chaim land. Moshe bought on day one. 
Yosef bought on day 10, and Yanko bought on day 300. So what do we care if it was three guys who bought one after the other, or one guy who bought one after the other? Just like the three guys who bought, every time a creditor comes, creditor comes to the first guy and says, hey, you owe me money because you bought the land from my balabai. So what do you want from me? When I bought the land, I still left a big parcel of land for you. Go to the other guys who bought that parcel of land later. He goes to the second guy and says, oh, I want my money. He says, what do you want from me? When I bought the parcel of land, I still left the big parcel of land. Go to the third guy. She says, what's the difference if the three people bought, so to the one guy who bought on day one, day two, day three. So the same thing. When the guys come to him, let's say on day one he bought the idiot, and on day 10 he bought the bainonit, and on day 30 he bought the ziburit. So the guy, the Balchov, who's entitled to bainonit, comes to says, I want the man, and he says, well, when, when I bought the, the idiot land, there was still plenty of land there for you to go and claim your bainonit. Yeah, but then you bought it. Yeah, but when I bought that bainonit, there was still plenty of land there for the guy for the ziburit. You could have bought from the ziburit. Because really, they will see in a moment there's a din that you can't claim from a guy land if the original guy that owes you the money has got unattached land. So you can't come to me because I bought the Balabite's land. If he's still got land with him, go to him. So really, when this guy bought in three stages, why isn't he the same as three different people? There's a question. That's the Gemara's question, right? Look at the Gemara. It looks inside the Gemara. He can say to each guy who comes to him, The Gemara says, What are you talking about? You're right. But what happens is, he bought the idiot lost. So when he bought the bainonit and the ziburit, he left idiot. So really, the kiyal, your ketubah of the woman, she now comes to claim a ketubah from him. Before he bought the idiot. She says, you got the ziburit. What do you want from me? I left idiot for you. Go get from the idiot. Now, if, the, if all the balabites got, we saw his idiot, then he's got to pay out the idiot. So when I bought the bainonit and the ziburit from him, I left him with idiot. So really, you, Mrs. Ketubah, are now entitled to go to him and claim idiot. Ah, oh, but you bought the idiot last. So I want the idiot now, she says. Because really, you're right. I should have gone, if I'd, if, if I'd gone to him the day before you bought the third parcel, which was the best land, I could have claimed from him the idiot. So now I want from you idiot as well. And the bainonit guy says, the Balkhov says, when, I, when you bought the ziburit, the first land, and you left bainonit, I could have gone to my balabait and claimed the bainonit. Then he, you bought the bainonit. I could have gone to him and claimed the ziburit, the idiot. And then you bought the idiot. So I want the idiot from you because I was down top to idiot. See what's happening here? Everybody following? Right? That's what he said. Look, look at the Rashi quickly. Look at the Rashi. Third wide lines at the bottom of Rashi. So now he bought idiot last. So wait a second. If he bought it, it last. I've got a question. Then later, like I said, everyone should now go and get the edit. Look at Rashi. Because now all their Shia Budim, as he sold the Ziburit, the Ketubah's woman went out the window. Now she's suddenly entitled to, to, to what was left behind. And as he sold the bane on it, the guy, the Balchov's guarantees went out the window. They, they all become attached to the idiot. Now they all come we want your idiot. We all entitled to edit. So Mishum Dam, the boy says, no, what's the case? Mishum Dam, what can he say to these guys? So now the woman who's standing says, I want from your idiot. And the Balchov says, I want from your idiot. He says, then listen guys, if you behave and keep quiet and take from me the Ziburit and the bane that you're entitled to, I'm happy to, 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 to cooperate. If you insist that you want from the edit, then I'm going to go and give back the ziburit to the balabait. 
And then what's, what's the Balabite, the original Balabite got? He's only got Ziburit. And the din is that if he's got unattached land, you can't come to me. You've got to first go to him. So you who think you're entitled to eat it, and you think you're entitled to bait on it, I'm going to force you to have to go back to the original Balabite and get Ziburit if you don't behave yourself and take what I'm offering you now. Right? That's what he says to them. He says, stop your nonsense here about wanting the zebra to eat it because I bought it last. And you all suddenly think you're entitled to eat it because that was the last deal that was done. Behave yourselves. Take what I'm offering you now from the bain on it and the zebra. I'm going to give back the zebra to the balabite. And you, Balchov, and you will be have to, you have to take from zebra as well. So really it's only relevant to the Balchov so much because the, the Ketubit Isha was always entitled to the zebra. So she'll get back what she was entitled to. The Balchov is the one who really suffers. That's clear to everybody? Can I move on? Well, if says if if that's the case, if that's the case, then Benazikin Nami 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 The Nazikin, remember, was entitled to edit to begin with. So how come here he should be able to say the same thing to the edit guy? So listen, if you don't take, he could maybe force the edit guy and say, if you don't take from my bainonit or ziburit, I'm going to give the ziburit back to the balabite. We don't see that here. Here he's just talking to the to the ketubat isha and to the balchov, but really he could. Or heavy, uh, he could, uh, what do you say, like muscle in on the, on the, on the Nazikin guy. And we don't see the Gemara saying to the Nazikin guy as well, you better be careful, you are not time to eat it. The Gemara says, I'll tell you why. He says, really, it, 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 he could do that. The Gemara says, why aren't we seeing that case in our Gemara? Really, the Balchov died already. After he bought all the land, there's no longer the original owner, he died. And who's left behind? He's Yatomim. And the Yatomim, the love B'nai Pironinu. Right? Yatomim are not responsible to pay for their father's debts. Right? The Shibude delay, Alei Didei Ramia. The Yatomim, I'm paraphrasing Rashi now again, which I hate doing, you know that, but I'm, a lack of time I'm going to do it. Right? Uh, the Yatomim are only responsible to pay for their father's debts out of land that they inherited from their father. And there's no longer land. The father sold all the land. So from the metaltalin that they've got, the pre-existing creditors can't come and claim from them. Now, if this guy would give back land to the Yatomim, and he'd come to the orphans and listen, yeah, Zebra that I want to your father, take it back, give me the money, pay what I want it, yeah, take, give me back the money. That would be halakhi as if the Yatomim had bought that land after their father died, and those pre-existing debts wouldn't be attached to that land anyhow. So therefore, this whole shtick that this guy could, 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 could pressure the Balchov or the Nezeka and say, if you don't take from the lower piece of lesser value land than you're entitled to, I'm going to give it back to the original Balabayit. That only works if the original Balabayit was alive. Because then it was like undoing a deal with his land. But if he undoes the deal with the Yatomim, it's considered the Yatomim buying it after he died with, with, with metaltity, with cash. And that money was never encumbered to the Balachov originally. Okay? Right? So that's why the Gemara says, that's why we aren't seeing it happening over here. He says, It's on him, it's on the buyer. That's why you can't say that. Okay? So Rashi says, That's not a kushia. Why was it that mentioned, why did we mention that question as well with regards to the Nazikin? But really, it would be a good case. But here we didn't mention it because the Nazikin wouldn't work because the guy was already dead. The Gemara says, 
What's the reason? Uh, a, that, that the guy wanted to in the first place. Right? And what's the reason? So, so now, so how come the guy didn't do that? He says, because really, I could have said that to you. In the, not in the work of the Atomim, but with the previous case. Right? But he can also add, give back the lad if he wants, because he can say, Mishum really, that Takana was to protect me. I was protected. I could have given back the land and gone to the super. I didn't want, I don't, I don't have to always uh, adopt Takanot, which are in my interests. Sometimes a guy can act Lifnim Mishratadin, Chachamim create scenario to protect people. But the Balabai, it's a bit of a, a tzaddik, he can say, you know what, I could have stocked you, because I'm not going to take the, the edit anyhow. Right? Anabahata Kante Lo Nicheli. Anybody who said, listen, when Chami made a, 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 a takana for me, and I say, I don't want to put, use that takana, kegonzo, shomin, like this, we listen to you. The Lord says, give me an example of what's a kegonzo. The Lord says, my kegonzo, what is an example? Which we all saw along the like A woman, by definition, has to be supported by her husband. Now, maybe we learned in Masechet Ketubot that she's supported by her husband and therefore the, 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 the basic earnings of hers, we're not talking about extra earnings, like super earnings, but the basic earnings of her, we said, was a certain amount of weaving on an average day, remember? She has to give to her husband because she's paying into the cop, into the, into the kitty because her husband's supporting her. But a woman who's a super earner can say it to her husband, she can say it like this, any is on it. Don't feed me. I don't want to worry. Don't worry. I'll, don't worry. I won't support. I'll support myself. Vaini or son, I'm not giving you any of my money. She can do that. Why? Because there was a takana for her. So therefore, so too over here, when, when Ham made a takana to protect the Baal Karka, that he bought land from a guy, Ham said to him, listen, you can't go to your client who bought the land from you and attach that land first, so long as your original Baal Chob has got existing land. So here the guy could have, they didn't do it. We saw a couple of scenarios what he can do, what he doesn't do, why he didn't do it with the, with the, with the, with the, with the Nazikin, even though he could have done with the Nazikin, because the case there, the Hakitimster was a case where there wasn't a Balabite. That's not it. Now, with that in mind, let's carry on. So we're talking about a situation over here. Right? The uh, Guru says as follows. Right, we're carrying with the case now, bear in mind that the last bit of land that was sold was the Edith. Okay? So he first bought the Banerit and the Zibut, and then the Edith. Although the Edith was, so the fact that the Edith was bought last, Really, everybody should be able to come and claim their claims from what? Lost. From the last. What was the last? The last was the edit. Why can they claim from the last? Because uh, that was all that he had. No, but why yeah. claim from the last? Because every time he went, every time a guy bought land, he could always say, I left your balabite with land. Oh. So therefore, don't come to me. Like we just said over here, right? We just said, E, F, she, but okay, said over here, Takana did, uh, what was it, Takana? We said, yeah. Uh, you can't go to land that was attached to me, it's free land. So, land that was sold to me is my land. If your brother buys other land, go to him first. Agreed that if, you, he, if he hasn't got land and I bought the land, so I knew there was a debt to that land, therefore I'm I'm to honor that debt. But if I left him with land, go to him first. So, when I bought the zebra, I left him with the banner and the edit. When I bought the banner, I left him with the edit. Only when I bought the edit from him that he had no longer any land left for you to come to. So therefore I knew you were going to eventually come knocking on my door. And now Chavim said, yeah, I can go get the edit because the edit was the last thing left. So maybe the edit, all the, all the pre-existing uh, uh, obligations now are relevant to the edit. Everybody with me on that? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, there's one thing you keep saying that you the people know on yeah. land, but even today, I mean, you don't know. You do know. You, you do know. You do know. We saw already. We saw it in Ketubot. We saw it in Yavam. We saw it in Gittin. We saw in all those Masechtas. And we said that land, the beauty about land is that if there's debts on the land, we say, yes, call. People know about it. Now, even today, today as a rule, and let's say Israel, for example, I'm sure it's other countries as well, but I don't have much experience in other countries. But yeah, in other countries as well, you've got, uh, you, you register a caveat on that property, you register a mortgage on that property. And when you come to buy the property, you take out a title. On the title, it says that there's a mortgage on the property. So when you bought but the land, you know there's a mortgage. They have a database. I mean, you know, people on the land. No, so on the contrary, it was public knowledge. Public knowledge. First, there was a star, was a contract document, and we said that the moment there's a star, yes, call. So there was a document. There were eighty who signed it. There were, they, 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 you know, there, there, there was probably some sort of registrar system. You know that that we've got in Israel, so we've got quite an established tabu. But there's places in, in, in and and every there are places in the, in in Eastern Europe, for example, where they still work on a notary basis. Right, that there's a notary and he keeps a register. There isn't a central register. And the notary, so you got to see who was you see who was the last notary that signed in that document. You go to the notary and the notary tells you what it was. So I would imagine the times of Khazar had a similar system. You had some sort of uh, somebody who was responsible. It, it was pretty organized. The the, the contracts, the starot, the adim, the whole idea of adim traveling from place to place and people being around, able to get adult and recognizing their signatures. So it might not be as advanced as we've got today, but it also wasn't as sophisticated and it wasn't as, as, as there wasn't much international trade. It was local trade. So when you, there was a guy in the town who knew what was going on and you'd come to the town to buy land. Yeah, when Abraham Abinu in, in, in last week's parasha wanted to buy the land, so they gathered the guys all together and there was Ephron in the crowds and everybody knew that Ephron owned that uh, piece of land. And Abraham Avinu wanted them all to be there so they'd all be present when they all agreed that he could do the sale. They all watched him pay the money. You know, that's, that was the, the imagine, that's how things were done in those days. I, I, I don't think that's a, an issue. I think that land, we can be pretty rest assured that it was very significant. Remember, land was like the primary commodity, you know. We're not talking about just like selling a, a paper cup. When, when a guy changes hands and land changes hands, it's something which is an issue, it's a, it's a well-known uh, event. When somebody borrows money and secures his land, it's a well-known event. I think that, uh, I don't think we have to worry about that. Okay, so now, Gemara says like this, Pshita machalokeach benunit v'ziburit v'shir idit lefanav. Gemara seems to say, look, this is Pashut. That if a guy sold his benunit and his ziburit and he left idit, the best lands behind with the original balabayit, and then he bought the land. Either he bought the land or the original guys got the land. Go claim from the edit. So the, the, the Eshet Ish will go and claim from the Ish for, for the Zifra Ketubah, Edith for Ketubah, the Baal Chobok for his Ketubah. Right? That's his Yipashut. Right? And, and, and now, but now we're talking about a little bit of a second generation. Because look at the brighter carefully. It says, Prita Machar Lokeach. The guy who bought, Sachayim, was the original owner of the land. And he had the debts to the Ketuba, and he had the debts to the Balchov, and he had the debts for the damages. And now Chaim sells to Moshe. And now we said that Moshe, when he buys it all, he buys all the, uh, the obligations that come with him. Now Moshe, the, that's, that's the group of the brighter carefully. Machar Lokeach, the Lokeach, the purchaser, Moshe, he now sells. Okay? So this is the second time that this land's being sold. 
and he left to himself the edit. So everybody will come to him and claim the edit. All the all, all Moshe's original creditors come to Chaim. Maybe I got the right, wrong time round. Okay, buy an owner number one, sells to owner number two. Owner number two sells owner number three, but he sells the Bainanit and the Zibrit and leaves with him the edit. So now all the guys who originally owed, owed money by number one, now suddenly became the creditors of owner number two, correct? And owner number two sold owner number three. Owner number two sold owner number three, but he left behind edit. So everybody wants edit now. And he hasn't got any more uh, Bainonit or, or, or Ziburit. Right? It says, the one says like this, Leitu kulu give up edit. Edit, why? Because that's it's the last thing he's got. And Benit Ziburit Leitnu Gabi hasn't got it. The Matsile Maybaleo Gabu be Benit Ziburit. He can't tell them to take from the Benit Ziburit. I haven't got Benit Ziburit. He sold it. Right? And now the Gabor says, The Lord Nicheli Betakante de Rabbanan. Everybody must take from the Ziburit, from the Benit, from the Edit. He hasn't got the Zibut and the Bainonit to, to go. And he says, Lord Nikhali, but I can't remember. Because really, maybe, what's the Lord Nikhali? Maybe he could say, over here, go to the guy down the road who I sold to and take from him. But I'm not sure that'll work either, though, by the way. Because the second guy could say, this when I bought the Bainonit and, and, and eat it, I left the Zibut and it to the Emenia. So I'm not sure, right? I'm well, that's, so the Gorosim said, that seems to be a Pashut case. That there it's simple, they'll take it from him, whatever. About Machar, it. But if he sold the edit, Vashir Bainonit Vaziburit. But what happens now? He sold the edit first. And he left behind the Bainonit and the Ziburit. So now my. Now what happens to the to the Nazikin guy who's entitled to edit? Right? Because really he could say to us, go down the line to the guy who bought the edit from you. Or maybe they could say, No, I left your balabai to the Bainonit and Ziburit. Therefore the Nazikin guy must now get from the Bainonit and the Ziburit. Question clear, right? So when? Right? Mm-hmm. So, Abaya wants to say, no, that really everybody must go and get from the edit. Because he sold the edit to the first to the guy. That was the sale. Uh, look at Rashi. My, me, as like Kulu, Babata, Lokach, or Gav, Babata, Lokach, Betcher, who Lakach, Shibudaihu, Umilakoach, Rishon, Logavu. Maybe they all go to the second guy. Should I buy it? That's the gross question. They all go to the guy. He already bought, they sold the edit. So when this guy bought the edit, he knew he was buying the best of the best. Maybe he's going to say that maybe the second, the first buyer will say to them, listen, I sold that, the edit, go to the edit. What did he sell? When he sold, right? What did the first guy sell to the second guy, says our rabbi? The first guy sold to the second guy all his rights in it. Now, what were his rights in it? Not any obligations, he also had rights. V'chevan de'ilu atu gabe lokeach rishon, matzi agbalehu mibanit v'ziburit. And when they came to the, if they had come to the first guy, he, they could claim from him the banit and the ziburit. Really, let's look at it this way. If the first guy 
when he had sold, if he had sold the zebrit and the bane on it, and he had eat it, they can't claim from the second guy so long as the first guy still got land. Matzah, the second guy, nonetheless, could behave like the first guy. And what would the first guy be able to say? Right, we, we try to understand the second guy. The second guy, the first owner sold Edit. Sold everything to the second guy. The second guy sold just the Edit, right? The, 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 look, look over here. The original buyer sold the Edit and left the Bailet and the Ziburit. So now the original guy, if you had come to him and you said to him, listen, I'm a, I'm a man, he, I, he sold the Edit already. So you, you couldn't necessarily go down the line because he still got in his hands the bayonet and the zebrit, correct? So you'd, even the Nezeking would, would have to claim from him. So uh, Rabbi seemed to say that the second guy bought the first guy's rights as well. And now the second guy, so Rabbi says, one of the first guys sell to the shayni, and therefore, if, the, if, the, if they'd come to the first guy, so Mati they would have to claim from him. And even though the, the Khizavde if he, if the sec, the first guy had now sold the bandit and the ziburit and he had kept idit, they have to take from his idit. Mati Amale, right, the buyer, the seller, the, the original owner could have said, and be a nice guy and say, look, I know that I've stocked you in a sense and there's only Edith and I sold the banner to the Ziburit so maybe he could try and sit him down the line. But he wanted to look. The second guy can also say, I don't want to be a nice guy and therefore I bought the Edith. Go back to the first guy and take the banner to the Ziburit. Just like the first guy had the right to be a nice guy, the second guy's got the right not to be a nice guy. But once we're talking about takanot of chachamim, I can decide whether I want to be with him or not. I can decide to be with the takana and so use the takana. And the takana protects me, the second guy, because when I bought my land, I left the first guy with other lands as well. So that seems to be what's going on. So I'm a harabba. So I want to pass in the halacha. It says like this: Reuven shemachar calls it a table Shimon. Reuven sold all his fields to Shimon. Ba'alach Shimon and Shimon went to Machal Sadechad and sold one field to Levi. So he still got some of Reuven's original lands. Reuven's got nothing. Shimon's got two out of the three. Uba Balchov the Reuven. And now the original owner, Reuven, who sold to begin with, his creditor arrives. So He can now choose to go either to Shimon or to Levi. Because both of them bought from his original guy. But the but rabbi wants to limit this and says no. But the law Amram, we don't say, look, help you, the Rashi needs to help us here. Amram, and we don't say you can go to Levi, the third party. Ella the Zavan Bainonit. That's only if Levi bought Bainonit. Because Levi is only the, what's the Bainonit? The Balchov is entitled to Bainonit. So when do we say that the Balchov can choose who to go to, either buy number one or buy number two? When buy number two has the bane on it where his original debt was secured by. Are you already following me? Right. Zavin, Edith, Ziburit, 
But if if uh, Levi bought Edith or Ziburit and left the bain on it with uh, with Shimon, he have to go to Shimon. Because Levi will say, I was specific. I only bought Edith for Ziburit. Which wasn't good for you. Right? And therefore, go back to him. I didn't buy the lamb which was yours. I especially didn't want that lamb because I knew that lamb was cumbered by you. So therefore, go back to him. And the rabbi says even more, and if we bought bain on it, we still don't say he can go to Levi. And the law sheer bain on it. That's only if he bought all the bain on it. If he still left some bain on it with the original buyer, Go back to Shimon. So if Ruvain sold to Shimon and Shimon sold to Levi, the original creditors of Ruvain can come to Shimon or Levi, but only if they aren't able to first claim from Shimon from buyer number one. Okay, that's pretty straightforward, correct? Right, so Ruvain, another case. Ruvain who sold the field to Shimon. With, but Achrayut. Now he sold with Achrayut. What's Achrayut? Yeah, Clive. Yeah, he in the contract of sale. Written into the contract says, listen, you should know that I owe money to this guy. And if I have a patty, you're going to come and take the land away from you. The guy says, no, well, okay, it's fine. I'm happy to buy it. Why? Maybe he gets a bit of deal. Maybe he really wants the land. Maybe he thinks he can buy him off and not pay him the, give him back the land. And now Ruvain's Baalchov arrives. And grabs that land back. So what's the case? Now, Ruvain, Right, the original owner has to first go and try and pay the guy off. The Lord Matsyamalela bowed very did He can't say to the creditor, I've got nothing to do with you. Look, I sold the land to him, go deal with him. No, 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 no. He's got to still go to try and, and sort this case out. The Amalei, Imafak Mina Alai Hadar. Right? Because he says over here, look, look at Rashi over here. The Amalei, Mishud Amalei Ruven, Ruven will say to Amalei Ruven, Ki Mifak Mina Alai Hadar, Masha Tamuti Mishimon. Right, because the end of the day, who owes the money? The Achrayut, Ruvain owes Shimon, Ruvain sold to Shimon, Shimon paid him the money with Achrayut, right? Whatever, whatever is going to be get out, he's basically going to come to him, I suppose. Ruvain's going to be talking to that money. You know what? Let's get on with this tomorrow. A little bit.